0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode three, season two of BFMD, bat flips and maple dips. All the cool kids call us BFMD, though. Have we heard one person call us BFMD yet? Judging by that awkward silence, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, the answer is no. All right. Had to think about uh, it. Just us. Uh, my name's Clayton Croker. To my left, Justin Anderson. Uh, we are in uh, the beautiful city that is Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, out of the Maritimes, which... God only knows what happens there. Uh, The Alan Doyle um, Stalker
1: of the Year, we got uh, Patrick Marsh joining us. How's it going, bud? Good. It was sunny, rainy, snowy, and cloudy today within like an hour long period. Saskatchewan and the Maritimes have like the
2: same kind of weather. Hit. Yeah, here right now it's just cold though. Yeah,
0: we just get that like dry cold. You guys get the damp cold. It's like and minus 23 people here. People from the Maritimes and people the from BC. They it was love like the, minus one out. They love the, oh, it's a damp cold though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a damp cold. You can feel you know the what? cold in your bones. Yeah, okay.
2: BC can keep their their damp cold and their rain. They, yeah. we, you don't have to shovel rain. And it's, and it's rain's more depressing because I mean, it'll, it might snow here for a day. But then it gets sunny. BC yeah. is just always cloudy. Vancouver, it's like It's like living in Britain. It's just miserable. In
0: Vancouver, it's like, oh, man, the wind chill is making it feel like minus six. And that's a big deal in Vancouver. <laughs> hey, like when people you f- <laughs> will stop doing the dishes when you hear that. It's like, what? Minus, minus six? six? What? Man,
2: I, I'll never forget. We My family flew to Hawaii like last Christmas, and we flew through Vancouver. And there was an inch of slushy snow on the ground and the whole... City just shuts down one inch. Oh, yeah, they have one de icer at their airport, that's and it's nuts. not And it's not portable, mm-hmm. you have to go to the de icer. Yeah, Vancouver's Ugh. a mess in general, it's the worst kind of city.
0: Uh, by the way, Wyoming, we haven't forgot about you. I know the rest of the world has, but we haven't. Hello, Wyoming, <laughs> how's it going, man? Um, also, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, we're all over it. All the other stuff, too. Google Play Music, YouTube, tune in, Stitch, or the fun stuff. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, make sure you send us your questions, your comments, even if you hate us and want to roast us. Hey, that's fine. We'll but, share it on air for. We'll roast you back because that's what we do, um, see Joe be a genie. Um, We are talking predictions today on the show. We are going to be talking about where the Jays will be at the halfway point of this upcoming season. Yeah. Where are they going to be? How are certain players going to be playing? Uh, We have kind of 11 questions here. We're just going to run through them and kind of do like a, a quick little prediction episode. It's a quickie on BFMD today.
2: We like quickies.
0: Love the quickies. I know Patrick is all about the quickies. That's almost all he has, hey?
1: All right, let's get on to the question. <laughs> I
0: love the two awkward silences so far this in this great. episode. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, first question here. After 84 games played.
2: So July 1st. Yes.
0: Will the Jays be over or under or at
2: 500? Uh, I'm saying under 500 by six games. So they'll be 39 and 45. Okay. I originally had it lower than that, then I thought, you know what that's pretty early on in the season. Most teams the Jays were over five hundred until like the middle of June this year, and then they just hit the fan yeah um so i I'm gonna go with under six games,
1: Patrick I'm gonna say that they are going to be under uh I say there'll be five games under 500.
2: He just prices right at me.
1: That, yeah, wow, that's a yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I say that no, I mean, I figure that they will be plus or minus five games, uh, over or under 500. But since it's you know sexy to underestimate, uh, I'll just say there'll be five under 500, and there will be a surprising level of overachieving <laughs> yeah. happening by several players.
0: The sexy pick is my thing, man. You're stealing my thing. How dare you? What are you
2: going to say like over 10?
0: I'm pushing. I'm saying exactly 500. Exactly 500. I'm going to pull a, I'm going to pull a Michael Wilbon from pardon the interruption and push. I'm going to say they are exactly yeah, at 500 that's fair. at the halfway point of the season. The Jays are going to be a 500 club this year on the dot at the end of the season as well. You heard it here first.
2: 81 and 81,
0: hey? If it happens, they finished 81 and 81. Is that
2: still good for 4th place in the AL East with the...
0: Probably not. No. You think it'll be 3rd? I think they'll be fourth. They'll I think they're going to finish fourth. They'll finish ahead of the birds. Yeah, that's about yeah. it, though. Yeah, and then that's about it. I think Tampa's going to have our number this year yeah. because Tampa always has our number, and Boston and New York are going to run all over us. All right, <laughs> prediction number two here. Uh, Vladdy Jr., halfway point. Is he going to have over or under 15 home runs, Patrick?
1: Under. I think we need to temper our expectations. I I do think that Vladdy has the power To hit 30 home runs, he's not going to hit 30 home runs as a rookie. I mean, that's just too much. I do think that he'll be an extra base monster. Um, We're not going to see triples out of him, but I think he's going to crank a lot of doubles. Hey, that if it's over under 15 doubles, it's over. (laughs) But 15 home runs, no.
2: Uh Not at the halfway Yeah, point. I know Like there's there's various projections that have him somewhere between 25 and 32 home runs for the season. That's about 140 games because he's obviously going to miss a few because of the service time. BS. I'm saying also under, but I'm going to say he has 13.
0: I'm saying over. I'm thinking Vlady has a huge start to the season.
2: Monster dongs.
0: And then he kind of cools off at the end of the year. Ricky the year? And it kind of motivates him a little bit going into next year. But I don't think... <sighs> I don't think Vladdy's winning Rookie of the Year this year. I think it's going to be some kind of unknown guy that kind of works his way up and kills Might it. There's always be, that uh, one guy who you never hear of, and you're like, "Wow, this guy's awesome." It
2: could be other super stud, Eloy Jimenez from the White Sox. Yeah, he'll be up too this year.
0: I think Vladdy. I think he hits over, but I think I think his starch is going to be awesome, and then expectations are mm-hmm. going to go through the roof for Vladdy, and then he's going to cool off. Fair but right. then I think his second season is going to be like, "Okay, yeah. this is Vladdy Jr." There's, Here we go. There was a
2: couple of articles that came out this week talking about how. People think that a 300 average is his floor, not his ceiling. He's going to hit over 300. Guy can hit. Oh, yeah.
0: Guy can hit. Um, Bo Bichette, over or under 20 games played at the MLB level at the halfway mark, Justin?
2: Under. He's going to play zero games all season.
0: Interesting. Patrick?
1: Uh, under, but I do think he will see time in uh, late September. Who's our starting shortstop right now? Well, uh, there's L- a ground Gr- ball Gr- to shortstop. Who's picking it up and Lourdes throwing Gr- it first? Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Okay. I, yeah, that's what he, – he'll be the starter. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Richard Urania will be the backup. Uh, and if one of them gets injured, uh, I think Bo is the first call-up. But I just don't see him – why would they burn that uh, uh, year of
0: service That's time? That's
2: what I'm thinking, too. That's why I'm saying zero. They're going to do what they did to Vladi this season.
0: I really want Bo Bichette on the team, though. Don't I we think, all? <laughs> I, think, I think our shortstop situation right now is atrocious, and I think we should just give Bo the reins. Like, no same respect. with Vladdy too. You know what? Like Again, rebuilding year. Let's just get these guys used to playing Major League Baseball um, and get that rookie year out of the way, you know, so that in three or four years when we are expected to be good, they – have another year of experience under their belts. Got to save
2: both for 2020. We want to go back-to-back back the years with Vlad and Bo. That would be pretty hype, actually. That would be super hype. Uh,
0: I, again, I want to say over, but I know it's going to be under, <laughs> so I'll say under,
1: yeah. whatever.
0: Uh, Devin Travis, is his batting average going to be over or under 275 at the halfway point, Patrick?
1: Over. Here's what's going to happen with Devin Travis. This is pretty much his, his last year to show – uh, the Jays, and MLB at large, that he is what everybody thought he was going to be when he was 23. He has shown that he is capable of batting two seventy five in MLB over certain stretches of time. Uh, a lot of people still believe Devin Travis could hit 300. i I'm not one of them, but I think he will overachieve the first half of uh, 2019 because he has to. Because if he doesn't, he's going to lose his job.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: There's way too many guys we have waiting in the wings to come up. We've got uh, Biggio, Bichette. We've got Guriel already up with the team. And if Devin Travis can't get his shit together at second base, one of those guys is going to replace him. Now, it's probably not going to be Guriel because it seems like he's probably going to be shortstop uh, full-term. But I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to say, like, if Devin Travis is struggling tremendously or if he gets injured again, that we might see Kavan, BGO get some reps at second base because I don't think they're going to care about service time with with him.
2: Yeah, probably not.
1: So, yeah, Devin Travis is going to overachieve because he absolutely has to.
2: I'm going under, but not by much. He'll be like in the two sixty five, two seventy range. His his career batting average is still two seventy four. He had two great years, his first couple seasons with us, and then the last couple have been a bit of a an adventure. Um, I'm going on the hopes. I hope he's over two seventy five. That'd be great because he could be a great eighth or ninth hitter to kind of turn over the lineup again for some big boys. But I'm I'm going to go under, but not by much.
0: Under by a fair bit. I just don't think Devin Travis is that good anymore. I think he was good, but I just think that his shoulders are just bothering him too much. And I hope he proves us wrong because, (laughs) again, we just signed him and avoided arbitration with him. So I really hope Devin Travis proves us wrong because that would solve so many problems in our infield. But I just don't see Devin Travis having a rebound year. I hope he proves me wrong. And I'm saying he's going to be under because usually my predictions are way off. So I'm going to go under just because I want Devin Travis to play well. So I'm not Devin Travis in the off-chance you're listening. It's not like, oh, screw you, Devin Travis. Prove me wrong, because all my predictions are always wrong. That's why I'm saying this is going to be under. Uh, Matt Shoemaker, his ERA is over under 4.5 at the halfway mark, Justin.
2: Push. I'm pushing it. Uh, you're pushing it when it comes to an ERA. I'm pushing it. Okay. So his last full – well, not really a full season, but 2017, 452, 2016 – 388. Year before that, 2015, 446. And last season, in only seven starts, 494. But his ex FIP has always trended between the 360 and 450 range. So I'm going to go with the push.
0: Patrick?
1: Over. Oof. It'll be over. Yeah, it's going to be an ugly season. We just kind of have to face reality. He's uh, going to hate. Rogers, Rogers Center is at Hitters Park. And I mean, what is shoemaker's uh career home run to fly ball percentage? Not that bad. Is it over eleven?
2: Maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up for you, but I know his career oh. ERA is three eighty six.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean
2: His right. career home run to fly ball ratio is right at league average eleven point seven percent. I think you're I think you're hating on this guy a little too much.
0: I'm gonna say under. Yeah. Under 4.5. That's not too terrible of an ask, especially for a bullpen guy. No. And I definitely think he's a that starter. Is, will he be our fifth starter? Or will he's he be going our to be our fourth guy? starter. Sanchez, Baraki, oh, Strowman. I kind of thought Shoemaker Richard. was going to be in our bullpen for. Not a no chance. Year. He's,
2: he's only made seven bullpen appearances in his cr- entire career, eight bullpen appearances. He's I a starting of, pitcher.
0: I kind of thought we got him, and I was under the impression oh, that we God, got no. him just to be like a long. He's, relief a, he's our fourth starter. Spot starter kind of guy.
2: Strowman. Sanchez, Baraki, R- Shoemaker, Clayton, Richard. Oh,
0: I thought Shoemaker was going to be like our Biagini
2: spot no, starts God, he got no, hurt. Okay. No, Richard Richard is meant, or sorry, not Richard is a different story, but Shoemaker is meant to be a starter.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. I definitely thought he was going to be a long relief guy. Well, <laughs> I'm still saying under, but. Yeah,
2: it's under. I think it's going to be under, but I'm going with the push. I'm hoping for an under.
0: Okay, Justin Smoke on base percentage over under 350. Over. Un- under. I'm going to say over.
2: The last two years, he's been, I think, 353, 350-ish. Yeah. Um, and this past year, with no support in the lineup, still at a 350, you add in a guy like Vladi and a Randall Gritchuk performing even close to where he did the second half of the season, and maybe a Kendris Morales somewhere in there too. I guess we still have that mm-hmm. guy hanging around. At least he'll have some more protection like he did in the days of the Batistas, the Encarnaciones, and the JD's, um, and serviceable Russell Martins. Why are so, you saying under Patrick? Yeah, I'm thinking over. Uh,
1: I just think he's going to have a slow start to the year just like he did this year. I'm not saying Justin smokes like a bad first baseman or anything like that cuz I I've sung his praises previously. I just think somebody on the team has of note has to have a slow start because that just seems to be the MO of uh, the the Jays and I think it's going to be smoke this year. I think I think it's going to happen.
0: I think he's going to be over just because if he's not, we're screwed, truly. I'm
2: saying 365, new career high.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I don't want to go that far with him, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to say like 355. He's just barely going to be over. Fair enough. Um, Aaron Sanchez over under 12 starts.
2: He's going to be over 14.
1: Patrick? Yeah, I mean – He's, I don't think he'll get injured, so yeah, the math checks
2: yeah, out. I did, the, I did the math, and out of 84, it's like divided by 5 is about 16. So out of a possible potentially 16 starts, I think he's going to make 14 of them.
0: I'm going under. I think yeah. Aaron Sanchez gets start- hurt in training camp.
2: I don't know why. Is it gonna be another freak injury?
0: I got a bad feeling about Aaron Sanchez. I really think we should have tried yeah, to slam himself. his fingers in a car door. He's
2: gonna be picking some so. popcorn kernels out of his teeth and his nail's gonna bust right off. It's
0: gonna be like a. f I I don't think it's gonna be like another accident. I think it's gonna be a freak injury like Stroman tearing his ACL.
2: Oh, or I don't something say like that. that, you know.
0: I'm not. I I hope it doesn't happen. Obviously, <laughs> Debbie but Downer. I over just here. I just don't uh, have a good feeling about Aaron Sanchez, guys. Uh, stop it, Clayton. We should have <laughs> traded him when we had the chance. And holy we water
2: didn't. to cleanse you right now.
0: Um, yeah, I'm going under 12 starts. I just I think he's going to get hurt to start the year. Maybe he comes back later. I don't
2: know. This is a fun episode. I like this.
0: Um, Marcus <laughs> Stroman walks per nine over under three.
2: Under. It's
1: uh, obviously going to be under. That's too high a number. Be
2: under, yeah. hey. Okay, let's say over under two. No, it, well over that. But oh, over. <laughs> his career number is two fifty two. Last season he was three seventeen, but it looked a lot worse than that. I'm saying he's going to be a two two point four seven <laughs> below his career average. I think okay. he's going to have a really good year.
1: Patrick. Yeah, I think uh, of all the pitchers, primed to have like a massive comeback year as a starter. Someone who's going to just blow the competition away. I think Marcus Stroman comes out, and I bet his BB9 uh, might even be under 2. I think he's going to come out swinging. Like, Damn, he bro. is just... He, the, the, he's the he got the training hype videos out on social media. Yeah, super hype. Um, I re-subscribe. I re-followed him. <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in.
0: All right. Um, more starts in the outfield. Like, out of these guys... Who do you think is going to get the most starts? Pick two, or put them in order if you want to. Uh, Billy McKinney, Teoscar Hernandez, Dwight Smith Jr., Jonathan Davis, Dalton Pompey, Anthony
2: Alford. You just pick one, because Gritrick and Pilar are other outfielders. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going with Teoscar Hernandez with the most, followed closely by McKinney, and then I have Alford, Pompey, Davis, Dwight Smith Jr.
1: Patrick? I think Dwight Smith Jr. gets more looks than Alford, Davis, Pompey, I don't know why. I just have this feeling like Dwight Smith Jr. is going to have, I wouldn't say like a great year, but I'm going to say like notable where he's going to start passing guys on the death chart. Pompey is already at the point where he either needs to show something or he's going to get dealt. I can't believe he hasn't been dealt already, but Teosco Hernandez is obviously going to be the right fielder for as many games as possible. It's unfortunate, um, but as long as Kendris Morales is on this team, T. Oscar Hernandez can't be the DH, which means he has to play somewhere on the field. And the safest place to stash him, where he'll do the least amount of damage, is right field.
0: <laughs> I think T. is going to get more starts in the outfield. Yeah. I think T. Oscar proves it this year. I mean, he had flashes of just brilliance last year, but I think he's... Uh, maybe not brilliance, maybe that's a little bit of a two positive of a word have you
2: seen some of the the bombs he's been hitting in a winter ball yeah like the guy (laughs) can
0: mash and i just think you know what like his bat's gonna take over for his fielding and he's just gonna i think it's T oscar dwight smith jr will have a be close second
2: i love all the videos from those like venezuelan and like mexican cuban leagues from the winter there's like the fans out there they're having such a it's just a party man those ballparks are awesome all the bat flips that are coming out of that league this year just
0: vintage ballparks They look like uh, the vancouver canadians ballpark
2: yeah like the like a different setting you know i
0: do One of the last ones here. More reliable bullpen arm, Joe Biagini (laughs) or Danny Barnes?
2: The battle of the the worst If
0: anyone says Joe Biagini, I I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm
2: I'm picking Joe Biagini. He was better than Danny Barnes last season. Danny Barnes was bad. Joe Biagini was bad. Mm -hmm. But out of the two bad, I'm taking Joe Biagini to be less bad. Patrick?
1: I would rather have hydrochloric acid dripped into my eyeballs while my eyelids are forced open than watch either one of these gentlemen pitch another ball in Major League Baseball.
2: But if you had to pick one. (laughs) Death. I would choose death. (laughs) Come on. This is no fun, Patrick.
1: (laughs) Look, there's no way that you're going to force me to get an answer because both these guys Which one's going to be
2: less worse, though? That's the question. Who's going to be less worse?
1: It, it's a neither they're both <laughs> hot shit that's not they're an both f-minus so they're, they're gonna have failures. identical numbers
2: is what you're saying identical to a t yeah uh
1: yes i would say that they would. they're the mirror images of each other a turd on one side and a turd on the other i
2: don't think joe i don't think danny barnes is as funny as joe b engineer it's tough to look in that mirror Well,
0: <sighs> <No. laughs> i mean down here, down. here's
1: the thing here's the thing we rag a, we we rag hard on Joe Biagini here, and rightfully so because he's bad at baseball. <laughs> Danny Burns had a really bad year, and I don't even know does he have has he been offered a contract? Is Danny Burns a free he, agent? No, he's still under what team. Is, can,
2: he's still under team control. He's fine. We don't even need what, to give him a contract. He's on a entry is, level deal.
1: What is Danny Burns doing right now?
2: He's probably at home munching on some uh, sweet chili heat.
1: <laughs> is it is Danny Barnes going to be better this year than he was last year?
2: I think they both will be. That was why I put this question here is who's going to be less worse. I mean Danny Barnes had a 471 or a 571 ERA and he walked almost 5 per 9 innings. These guys were both atrocious. That's why I'm wondering who's going to be less worse. That's the question isn't the question says who's going to be more reliable, but the question really means who's going to be less worse.
1: I can't decide because it's just they're both so bad. Definitely Danny Barnes is
0: well, going to
2: be better. Danny Barnes had an ex-fip of 553, and Joe and Biagini's was only 451. So if you look at any advanced statistics, the stats think Joe and is going to be better than Danny Barnes this season. Are the stats uh, right? Tune in just, to find out. Well, yeah,
1: the, again, that's the, I, I know a, you're right, but I don't want oh, to say. I'm just glad you said
2: I'm just happy you admitted that. That's yeah. fine. I, I, you said I was right, so I'm. I'm I, we can stop now.
0: It's
2: <laughs>
3: all just predictions, boys.
0: All just predictions. Uh, does anyone else have like a bonus question that they just thought of, or anything like that?
2: Uh, yes. yeah, I've got another one too. Yeah, Go yes, ahead, Patrick. Go ahead, Patrick.
1: All right. Here's here's the spicy question of the uh for for the 2019 season for us to consider: Who will be the first Toronto Blue Jay player to be traded this season?
0: Hmm. I'm gonna say one of our relief guys. I don't know who, just a random one. It's definitely gonna be someone from the bullpen, Mm
2: -hmm. or maybe Dalton Pompey. Hopefully, Dalton Pompey. Yeah, I'm gonna say a bullpen guy or Dalton Pompey. I'm gonna say Kevin Pilar. How dare you? I'm going
1: super spicy. I'm gonna say the first guy that gets traded uh, off our roster is Devin Travis. I don't care. Because he's good point. He's gonna be. He's going to overachieve because he has to. Somebody is going to lose a second baseman, and we're going to say, fuck it. We have Gurriel. We have BGO. We, we might as well shove one of those young young guns in there, and Devin Travis will be on the first plane at the Pearson Airport at the first opportunity. <laughs> All right, Justin, what's
2: your uh, question? My question is regarding our catchers. We we probably think that Danny Jansen's going to win the starter's role. Um, all accounts out of the management say that all three guys are going to have to earn their playing time. But it, assuming that Danny Jansen gets the most starts of the three of Miley and Maguire, um, which of the following guys of Miley and Maguire will start as the backup and which will go to AAA?
0: Miley will be the backup. Yeah. I bet you Miley. He proved it last year that he can be a backup and he... I mean, he was batting over four hundred yeah. for a bit. Even though I says, that many Atkin
2: says he's got to win his playing time too. But I, I think he just. I, that s- I still, it. I still think that Luke Milley is a good backup catcher. And the problem with having Reese McGuire as the backup is is that he doesn't get as much playing time as he could starting in AAA. True, Patrick.
1: Yep, yeah. um, McGuire will be in AAA because that's where he can get the most amount of playing time. Um, I don't even know who our backup catcher is in AAA and I don't think it really matters (laughs) but Danny Jansen will be the starter they are going to give him the chance to run this team and that's a lot of responsibility I think they might push uh,
2: Max Pentecost up from AA to AAA this season he he closed the season as the player of the year or player of of the month for the last season of AA so I think they might finally push him up to AAA and see what happens
1: that would be really interesting because that's really going to put a lot of pressure on M- Maguire yeah. to get it going, uh, or he could end up being the backup in AAA before the end of the year. Well, Pentecost was a
2: highly tight prospect when he was drafted.
1: Yeah, isn't Pentecost uh, higher ranked?
2: I don't know if Pentecost is still really ranked that highly. I, th- I think he might have been one of those catchers who had Tommy John surgery. He had, some, he had a bunch of injuries uh, back in the day. That really just slowed him down his first couple of seasons, but uh, I don't know. I still think that he has something to prove. He might just be one of those guys. He's 25 already, Pentecost, so I mean he's not young by any means, but he's missed some time. He is Fangraphs has him ranked 15th on our on our uh, prospects right now, so we'll see what happens there.
0: I got nothing, so I think that's it. That's all for uh, Episode 3, Season 2. Matt Flips Maple Dips. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you don't, what's wrong with you? Get on it. Come on. Uh, Just look up Bat Flips and Maple Dips at BFMD Podcast if that doesn't work. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play Music, YouTube, TuneIn, all that stuff. We're all over it. Um, We'll revisit this at the halfway point and see how wrong we all really were. I have a feeling none of our predictions are going to be right. And that's saying something because most of the times we just on them. So. I'm
2: going to go six for ten. I'm going to Someone has to
0: be right about the over/unders. That was the joke. <laughs> Come on, guys, over the head. I'm, I'm the just. I, I'm guys... going
2: six for ten. I'm going to be like double a Hall of Fame career. <laughs>
0: I'm going. I think I'm probably going to go two for ten in my predictions, but whatever. I live on the Still edge, think guys. Better than Russell Martin did last <laughs> year, buddy. <laughs> Um, next episode we're going to be <laughs> talking a lot about prospects So um, if you're all about the Jays And their future, um, next episode coming up You're going to love it uh, For Justin, for Patrick, my name's Clayton We'll uh, see you later, I get the song picked today, right? You do uh, It's going to be Culture Wall, 13 silver dollars Good Saskatchewan That's boy, if you've never heard of this guy before um, YouTube him immediately Because he's the next Johnny Cash He's so good Have a good. one.
3: <laughs> Cold and cruel evening, sneaking up on Speedy Creek I found myself asleep in the snow One or two odd reasons I ain't too proud to repeat For now we'll say I had no place to go There was a rustle and a humming Just hauling down the street threw myself up from my icy bed and Painted on that shiny car the letters R-C-M-N-P I can feel a little ache in my head And then out jumps this old boy about a twice the size of me He asked me for my name and where I dwell I just looked him in the eye and sang blue yodel number nine. He didn't catch the reference, I could tell. Then the old familiar click and the handcuffs bind and grip should have left me in the snow where I lay. He just laughed and touched his gun and turning to me, he said, son, I bet you don't own a damn thing to your name. I got my health John B. Stetson. I got me a bottle full of Baby's Bluebird wine. I left my stash somewhere down in Preston, along with thirteen silver dollars and my mind.